Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to get underway. Everyone can find their seats and remember to enjoy the show. Thank you. Welcome to Coming of Age. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, you dumb dicks. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, um, this man taught me how to eat filet mignon seven times a day. He's Dan Joplin. Hey, hey, got a bathtub filled with Perrier, baby. You have to sing it every time. Yeah, that's the last. <laughs> He's like, I'm over it already. <laughs> and this man showed me the genre of ramen western. Uh, it's Chase Cummins. What's up, everybody? Woo-hoo. I have no quips. And, uh, I have no quips. To this, to this other man over here, we uh, owe an apology for consistently making him watch uh, pretty <laughs> awful films and from waking him up from a nap to record this podcast. <laughs> it's our good friend, Ben Galber. I really should have taken a big... I have to shit so bad... Yes, I did wake I'm up. Here. <laughs> Thank you. I was awake the whole time. My phone was in the other room, and I totally forgot we were doing this. But I really should have pooped uh, before because I've got to go. But I am all hooked up. There are wires everywhere. But I'm good. We're good. We're here. <laughs> it's good. It's fine. If you can bring all of that to the bathroom. Um, I'm fine with it. Uh, my name's Alan Loosebrock. Thank you. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Oh, woo, Alan, woo. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Calm. Yeah. Wherefore, all right, um, So I'd like to start this episode off uh, a little bit with a talking about warning. James Gunn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little bit of that. A little bit of that, for sure. So... Uh, James Gunn read the script for the film we're speaking of today, which is Tromeo and Juliet. Uh, came out in 97. It was made in 96, I think. Sometimes I get confused on those things. Uh, he was paid $150 for the script. Uh, James Gunn, famously known for now, like screenwriter, director, mostly for Guardians of the Galaxy, one of the biggest things he's done probably. And because that being involved with Disney... Uh, he got like canceled, but also like kind of slipped through the cracks of the cancel culture pretty much, uh, because of a little thing called context. Well, it, was, <laughs> and, uh, it, was, it was like, did anybody, <laughs> did, were, were there people trying to cancel? I feel like just Disney tried to like preemptively cancel. There were people out yes. there attacking him for sure. There but were there people were accusing people him jumped on the bus. Yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Accusing you him of, of shit being, accusing him of making profane jokes like 10 years ago, which is like, yeah, duh. (laughs) Yeah, he he wrote a whole movie of profane jokes. He wrote a couple. Yeah. (laughs) Also, Lloyd Kaufman, when that when that started happening, there's have you guys seen a little clip of him like defending him? I think I saw it like before I even know who Lloyd Kaufman was of trauma. Not that I recall. What did he he say? Uh, And he was just like, "Uh, Disney, you should fire yourselves. Because you've probably brought more racist content <laughs> to the table than like anyone, and we probably wouldn't have so much racist shit if uh, you didn't exist. <laughs> that is and very I was like, true. I, yeah, I was like, that's Lloyd Kaufman's kind of a fucking adorable idiot, but that was uh, very poignant of him. He, he's like the adorable idiot genius, idiot savant. Like, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> he is great. I love him. I'm not saying, I'm not speaking against him, but there are, uh, I'll tell you some of the things that James Gunn said about him, about his directing style. <laughs> he definitely does not make <laughs> the best choices for his film. Oh, no. Uh, he's not the best filmmaker, no. but he's a great like businessman no, and we, provocateur. We've watched a couple other Lloyd Kaufman films, and they like it's a good thing James Gunn was involved in this one. For sure. <laughs> like yeah, that, that's true. That's what, it's what makes this one stand a out. A movie. That, oh, yeah, stand out. I was yeah. going to say a movie. but A movie, yeah. An actual movie. Okay. So, uh, with that said, whole uh, with these <laughs> movies, pretty much, it's uh, <laughs> it's hard not to talk about the subject matter without sometimes being a little offensive, and that's not what we're here to do. 
Definitely not. We just not. review movies that are sometimes very <laughs> fucking dated. Um, and, you know, sometimes we repeat things that are coming from the film that are hurtful by today's standards, but that's not what we're trying to do. Language is complex and context is always key. So just try to be the best person you can be. And uh, let's talk about incest. <laughs> I mean, this is a weird Woo. one. For you to give a trigger warning for any trauma movie is like, it's not even necessary. Like it's, you can't even do that because like all these movies, the they're just, yeah, it is inbred. they're so fucking yeah, offensive. Got a lot of inbred. <laughs> That's more so, it's, it's because <laughs> of this film, I guess, this film series that I'm saying that, but really it applies to uh, a lot of different art forms and, and films that we talk about as well, so. Yeah. I, uh, I just wanted to say something. And James Gunn is This one was disgusting. Like if I yeah, mention yeah, yeah. if I mention a magical negro, it's only because Shia LaBeouf and that re- oh, special oh. needs child oh. <laughs> man yes. um ran into a magical negro. Okay? It's just it was in the movie. But that's a trope. Yeah. You you ever see Legend of Bagger Vance? Yeah. I mean, I love that movie. That's the whole movie. Yeah, that's about golf. <laughs> Hey, so like, what about um, Tromeo plus Juliet, the Leonardo DiCaprio that came out like right, like like when this was being made, pretty much. Did it come out? Nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety six is when uh, Romeo and Juliet came out, (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio, and then this came out like February ninety seven. I thought that was a little bit had to have been made, being made at the same time. Because obviously this one didn't take as long. And then they're well, I guess maybe it was made after. And then they're like warring, warring over like sets, like uh, like Montagues and Capulets, like the two the two Romeo and Juliet <laughs> films are like street fighting with each other over back in different sections of the street to shoot on. Yeah, be, be, like you know how you how you hear about that in like Hollywood, like someone will get like, oh, this film is being produced, so like. Uh, this production company over here is actually making a film to compete with that film. You know, like that happens all the fucking time. There's similar films that come out at the same time because they get like fucking like through the grapevine, yeah. like some like it's just beat like, them to it. Yeah, let's 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 make our version. They make and money. I don't know if that happened here, but I definitely I like immediately thought of it. I I mean I. I think maybe, but like I also think that uh, Lloyd Kaufman was just like I really want to make Romeo and Juliet for like thirty years. He was trying to trying to do that. It's and was he? Yeah, is he the person that talked to James Gunn about writing it? Because I don't know how it started. Yeah, he he like always wanted to do a Romeo and Juliet, and then he wrote a script in like ninety two or something like that. Um, and uh, the other producers at Troma hated it. And um, he like worked with some other people and he kept doing rewrites and they couldn't find anything that worked. And then he hired James Gunn to do a rewrite of the script. And James Gunn wrote this pretty much. It was it was a lot different, but um, they liked it and they were like, "Okay, we can actually do something with this. And then Lloyd Kaufman like rewrote that script a little bit more. And this is what it turned into. Um, Um, And it took like five years to get or four or five years to get like to the point that they wanted to actually make it. It was also funny just because I, tr- I was trying to think of who <laughs> who he was reminding me of. Uh, the guy who played Murray, uh, Tromeo's best friend. Um, like, yeah. I, I was tr- kept trying to think. It. He, I feel like he reminded me of a few different people, but I think one of them is John Leguizamo, who was then in the Leo Romeo and Juliet movie. Yeah, he plays oh, um, Tibble, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. But it's not, sure, yeah. But he's not playing yeah. the same. I don't know who Murray was. I don't uh, who Murray was supposed to be lined up with. Um, what actual character? Chase, you, you. I got it right here. Yeah, I was gonna say you. You know, you what you. Murray is Mercutio. Mercutio. Murray is Mercutio. Yeah, but uh, who was played by the um, that dude from Lost, the black guy from Lost, in uh, the Boz Lerman joint. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so this movie costs uh three hundred fifty thousand um, dollars it's cheap as which fuck. is real cheap it, does, uh, it looks pretty good for being james so gunn said that the set designer is like a fucking angel he's <laughs> like dude she made that film look so good for 
the budget being dog shit. <laughs> it looks um, great. Yeah. Um, everyone was drunk on the film. <laughs> I like legit. There's like stories of like people being fucking drink, like drinking Lemmy from fucking Motorhead. Well, of course. Uh, was James Gunn said he was rewriting his lines uh, like drunk as fuck. And then uh, <laughs> when he when they had to start shooting, he was so drunk that he needed cue cards and so James Gunn just put the original lines on the cue cards. <laughs> but I could barely even understand anything he was saying. Anyway, like I was just like, all oh, right, there I, he is. I put subtitles on and um, pulled up the yeah. uh, Romeo and Juliet, like the actual Shakespeare play. And it's actually really clever, the dialogue. It's like um, the first couple lines are pretty much word for word. And then it's uh, like all plays on the opening uh narration yeah. of Romeo and Juliet and it all rhymes with the original um like text I which is kind of crazy or some shit well uh, yeah I am a pentameter is like the structure of it but the the rhyme like the the way it rhymes with it is like a thing that James Gunn went in and did it's pretty great yeah I mean they do they do James that all Gunn. throughout um it's, it's <laughs> like switching back and forth between original text and then like tongue-in-cheek made plays up shit. on it yeah yeah yeah, tonning, yeah, it's exactly how I would put it. <laughs> it's, he's like basically <laughs> making jokes about the uh, original play. But it's it's trauma, it's trauma, so it's tongue and like ass cheek. Yeah, well, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How I wish I had a glove so to touch her cheek. Yeah, to be it, on her hand to yeah, touch her cheek. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's the no, butt notice, cheek. <laughs> notice how her hand upon her cheek, yeah, just <laughs> on her fucking ass. Oh, I love, yeah. I love the butt cheek line. It's great. Dude, uh, Lemmy also uh, said he needed two things on set. He said he needed a bottle of Jack, of course, obviously that's already been you know spoke of, and a woman. <laughs> and so, <laughs> apparently, I don't remember what they said. Any any they, woman they gave him, but they they like <laughs> threw one of the PAs at him or something. Oh, poor PA. And, uh, uh, she said like she fucking like had a great time with him. I don't know what they ag exactly did. I don't know. It, it didn't seem very like sinister. Like, uh, sinister. No, it seemed like because <laughs> it. Kinda, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what the sinister. It sounds. It sounds bad, but I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, yeah, I mean, unless they like physically. I think took they just the hung PA out like while her. like while like he was not shooting. Um, but like, I don't know if they're like, uh, take her to the trailer or something. You know, I don't know. I don't know how far it went. Uh, but like James Gunn was just like, yeah, they had a good time. It, it, by the way, like, I'm not going to say everything that James Gunn said on this commentary track because I didn't finish it. But there's a commentary track by James Gunn and his brother, uh, Sean Gunn. And fucking Sean Gunn talks about how he was on a heroin during this film. Well, he looks what? like he's on fucking heroin. Yeah, he definitely I does. Mean, <laughs> yeah, he looks the part. Yeah. Which, I, yeah. <laughs> I was which, like, that's crazy. Wait, what? I said this before, I but I'll say it again. That. Which like, one is Sean? Okay, so if you watch this Three movie, the person, yeah, the, pers the person you think least, oh, the person okay, you think yeah, least likely to continue a career, like having an actual acting career after this movie, yeah, that's the one. The pigtails guy who's like just cracked out of okay. shit. But he's James Gunn's brother. I didn't, I didn't so either. he was also in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's going to be in like the new Suicide Squad movie. He's been in a bunch of shit. He was when I when you look him up, like at least it shows him some credits for Endgame. Like he was fucking in Endgame. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. He's like a big character in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So it's, he was in the background wow. in Endgame. Come on, dog. <laughs> Like everyone was in Endgame. Yeah, I guess a lot of people. <laughs> That's the point. Well, what I, all I'm saying is that there were other people that I was like, okay, I would have expected you to go on and have a career, at least more so than the dude who's than Sean making Gunn. making his <laughs> yeah. sister grab his dick. Right. I didn't notice it was him until the commentary track and Sean was there and they're like, yeah, that's me. And I was like, wait, oh, that's Sean. Oh, that is him. I was like, what the fuck? Did not notice at all. Gets his fucking brain splattered on a fire hydrant. Oh, that that right. is gruesome. I like that scene. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I remember that. That's one of the scenes that I like vividly remembered from seeing this. Like when I was too young to see this movie. 
Oh, you've seen this? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like when you were young? Yeah, I saw this when I was young. So I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how I ended up seeing this. But I, I mean, I was like, what a I was fucked young. up movie to watch. I was probably young. like, I was probably like twelve or thirteen when yeah. I first saw it. Um, and yeah, I was like, what? like no, I was not okay with it though. Like, dude, Cappy, like Capula, is such a true, just sinister, disgusting villain who's. Scary oh, yeah, so as fuck. Like, yeah. so disgusting. So sweaty. But then also hilarious <laughs> in his performance. So like when he does in, in the scene right before Sammy, uh, Sean Gunn gets his brain splattered on the hydrant. Like when they start driving off and he's like yelling after them and he says a Shakespearean quote and then says like the act and verse that it's from and everything, like toward <laughs> breaking the fourth wall. I fucking love that shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking great yeah the, uh oh i'll get to it we'll get to it the car flip scene is uh is particularly <laughs> notable <laughs> but yeah. we'll get to well it. with the kids in it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> singing the peanut song that was fucking weird <laughs> so strange <laughs> that's actually james gunn driving the car oh i did not know that wow yeah I didn't know that either. Is it though? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Someone, uh, anyways, we'll get to that. Part. Someone's driving that fucking car. Who the fuck's driving that car? Who's <laughs> driving um, that car? Ben, what did you, what did you think of the film? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I liked it. I like shit like this. It it was pretty gross, but there were a lot of funny lines in it. There was one scene where he says, someone says, like, I'm going to go jerk off in my hand and go swish it around in the punch bowl. And I was like, that's fucking, that's a great line. <laughs> I, I fucking loved Murray. Murray was or, fucking hilarious. He was when, one of my favorite parts of this movie. Was it Murray? Murray yeah, Martini. it must have been him. Or when Juliet has her, like, sex dreams and I was about the Fabio-looking to- dude, like, his dick is a giant... I knew you would. I love just that. love the practical effect. That, that was that probably cost my, at least. That was one of my favorite parts. You know, a thousand dollars to make. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was. I was, no. I was about I need to, to ask watch you a movie like that. How, no, how you never. Liked the monster but you know, dick. <laughs> monster dick was great. It's like Beetlejuice. It was a Beetlejuice <laughs> cock, which you know, is funny. Yeah. I like it. The, the, so that like guy showed shit. up to set that day and didn't know what they needed him for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is your that scene. <laughs> and it was like a puppet so like it was someone's hand like just oh. coming at his, <laughs> right. between his legs like uh, behind him <laughs> dude that shit was fucking wild man I what also, the fuck and his, I also his black remember dad Tromeo's black dad uh, son so I'm great. black I'm black, black. I, want, I did always wonder about that. <laughs> He's farting. He's farting so much. Uh, uh, James Gunn was removing fart sounds when Lloyd Kaufman wasn't around, like in the editing. That's hilarious. Because because there was so many more in there, apparently. And then every then every time James Gunn left the room, Lloyd Kaufman was just adding more fart noises in. <laughs> <laughs> we need more farts. This movie needs more farts, all right? God damn it. <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing. Dude, Daddy Capulet fucking beating up his wife as well, like <laughs> on top of the roof. The first, and then it's just going on in the background. <laughs> no, but the very first where he slowly, the whole scene. he slowly twists her arm, and you're like, oh god, this is. And then he like fucking ninja flips her, and then you just, yeah, and yeah, then you just hear like, psh, 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 <laughs> like fucking comic book noises, like bang, biff, pow, <laughs> like. And Juliet's just like, I can't stand these noises. And the fucking the woman's just like, yeah, at least it's not you tonight, though. Just like, Jesus fucking Christ. That's fucked. Yeah. Dude, it's so I, fucked up. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I love that they had the nurse character from the Shakespeare play have a lesbian affair with Juliet. That was uh, a particularly nice touch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Covered, covered in fake tattoos. Some and of them fake piercings. the same. Yeah. And piercings all over her face. Uh, they, I was but reading also that, pretty um, fucking fine as shit. Oh yeah, but I was reading that the piercings kept falling out when they were shooting the scene, and they have to ki- they had to keep reshooting it because uh, yeah. her piercings sounds, kept falling out, and right. they, like yeah. So I'm sure that was fun. 
dude. No, Lloyd Kaufman's just a fucking pervert, and he's just like, oh, nope, nope, we just need you guys to do it again. Just do it again? Just do this again? Just do, okay, just make it out again? Just have the girls make it again? Yeah, great, great. Suck on her tit again. Dude, <laughs> dude I, loved, I loved Tromeo, honestly. The guy who plays Tromeo, I think, is so fucking funny. Oh, he's hilarious. And, uh, he, when he's talking to the phone on uh, on the phone with his girlfriend Rosie, like the first time, he's like, "What's up, Rosie?" And she's just like moaning and getting fucked. Yeah. And he's his like his faces. As silly as it is, I enjoy the faces that he's making so much just when he's on the phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so fucking wonderful. Him? How about the uh, the meat the yeah. meatball prince guy, the fiance? Yeah, oh, the, yeah, London or yeah, London, the, the faces he fucking makes. Like, it's raisin loaf. It's didn't like, he, he oh, stabbed himself with a meat but it's hook. Raisins. <laughs> yeah, he was killing he was stabbing himself with a meat hook. Yeah, and I thought he, he killed himself. Like later. I thought he yeah. died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He jumps out the window. He, oh, I love okay. Yeah. That's one of my favorite parts of these trauma films, is you're just waiting for somebody to fucking dive out a window. Yeah, pretty much. It's like every movie. <laughs> which is which is another stunt that went wrong and the stuntman almost died oh, as well. Yeah. Which is what happened last film. <laughs> Toxic Avengers, same shit. You'd think they'd have it down because they do it in every fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. I guess like the, the sugar glass was too thick, so they took it out, and then the stunt guy didn't realize that they took out the sugar glass, so he dove full force out the window. Oh god, and, and he just launched the past the pad. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh <laughs> he my just god. Threw himself out too hard. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, I like how just how much fucking trauma shit like that they just fucking litter throughout this thing. Like every single poster you see, every single like oh VHS God, box, so every like all of the costumes at the uh, at the uh, the ball. Like you see, oh yeah, Toxie is there. You see, well, you see Toxie, <laughs> but they also have uh uh um. God damn it. The cop, the this samurai cop, the what is it? Kabuki oh, Sergeant man. Kabuki man. Yeah, they have like a Sergeant Kabuki man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the movie that the car flip originally comes from. Okay, they took it out Sergeant of the, Ka- They took it out they of They use Sar- it in a, Yeah, it well it's in Sergeant Kabuki Man, but then they reuse that 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 shot of the car flipping and that area that crane shot in every movie afterwards. It's going to be in Terra Firmer and Poultry Guys. <laughs> oh, I thought this was the first Poultry one that no, they it's used Sergeant it in. Kabuki Man NYPD. Oh, this is the I right guess on. the second time they used it. I love how that's they, so fucking oh weird. Oh god, they have it flip, and then the kids are just everybody's just fine, and they just all get out, and then the car explodes. Or blows up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, one of my favorite bits is uh, again from how uncomfortable Daddy Capulet is. It's still so funny the where he just thinks that her like curlers are like sex yeah, toys a dildo. and shit. He's oh, like, yeah. "What's this? A butt plug?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> leaving your copulation toys around. <laughs> Jordan was telling me a story when we got to that scene about um, how that's like a common misconception a lot of guys make about curling irons. I guess there's like a lot of stories what? where dudes will think that a curling iron is a sex toy, <laughs> like. She was telling me like a specific story, like how uh, uh, this girl had a guy roommate and he kept getting like weird and like standoffish with her. And then he, she was like, what the fuck is going on? And he was like, please quit leaving your sex toys in, in like on the sink in the bathroom. <laughs> and he, he was like, last time oh, I went no. in there, it was still warm. Oh God. <laughs> it's still warm. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, I think you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's a, she, a, she's a a uh, she's a fire you, crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they mean? Um, one of one of my favorite bits was the uh, the priest being like, I know what it is to have oh. to have a forbidden love as well. And then it fucking shows him oh, yeah. and a little boy best, like fucking so frolicking. Fucking oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> What was that in joke with him where they yeah. were like, "Priest, I want you to come work for me," and he was like, and he, uh, he was like, do, "Do you get, get to work to, with kids?" Yeah, do you get to work with kids? <laughs> yeah, the cops yeah. try to recruit him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which he just the priest just smashes Tybald's head, just fucking st- curb stops oh, yeah. him without He's a fun. curb, just fucking. <laughs> and then and then the you, priest is awesome. And then, you, just deflates, then you see, so. 
Yeah, you just see the head like <laughs> like after he takes his foot off of it. Yeah. Honestly, this movie had the best montage season like I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, after they get married, the city. Yeah. and they're just yeah, they're fucking beside the library, and then they're both getting tattoos, and he's getting the one, and he's just crying. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's so nineties. So There's so much funny ass nineties music in this too. Like it yeah. reminds me of Dumb and Dumber, and then there's just the weirdest fucking songs. But see, that's that's the other thing is like this movie is actually a movie because like it has a soundtrack other than just like it has a few songs that were clearly you know they were made for this movie, but it has some yeah. other like actual music in it. Like all the other trauma films <laughs> are just fucking. Troma music, just like music ma- made specifically for that scene that well, and mm-hmm. explicitly describes movies, the scene. Well, and other trauma movies too don't like it's unrelenting music. Like Toxic Avenger mm-hmm. and Class of Nukem High, both like there's n- the music plays underneath everything, and, and uh, it's like hard <laughs> cuts as well. Like it'll be like from scene to scene. Like you remember the 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 scene with the the guy who was like sh- uh, pointing the shotgun the, at the Mexican restaurant. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So there's one type of music playing, and then a fight scene starts, and then a <laughs> different fight music. Type of music. Another, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, and I think this movie it feels more like a movie. Um, well, a because of the script, and B because there is an actual music playing underneath fucking everything. It's like, uh, it, yeah, you know, it's it's true. yeah. There's, there's an actual a, story. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. Um. Uh. Okay. So. I didn't know what the fuck a Crenshaw melon was. I looked it up too. Because I was like, what the fuck? They're talking way too much about Crenshaw melons for us to not figure out what a Crenshaw melon is. So Crenshaw melon, I didn't look it up. What? Did, I don't know what kind of melon it is. <laughs> but oh, it, it's, it, Crenshaw melon is just like a, a cantaloupe pretty much. Ah, okay. So Daddy's Little Crenshaw melon was... Um, Lloyd Kaufman's idea. <laughs> uh, I bet he told James Gunn, "Don't." It, James Gunn wrote something like uh, "Daddy's Little Angel" or something very like generic, and Lloyd Kaufman said it should be something more interesting. He said, "How about Daddy's Little Crenshaw Melon?" And James Gunn was like, "Oh, that's <laughs> fucking weird. That's funny. Like, let's do it." And then James Gunn found out that that's what Lloyd Kaufman. Calls his 14-year-old daughter. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, no. So, very weird. Yeah, that's upsetting. Uh, that's so weird. I don't like yeah. that anymore. Yeah, no, no. Because, Especially with all oh, the incest like connotations. The connotations, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. The, conte- the, the context of it, like we said at the top, it's all about context, and the context for that is fucking bizarre. <laughs> yeah, that's that's no good. It's a hybrid between a cassava and a Persian melon. Cassava. Oh. Persian. Cassava melon. Thanks, Where do I thanks Wiki Melon. Why would you call someone that? <laughs> Hey, did you guys do all the sound effects in this film? The fucking whenever he took off his cow, uh, like mask yeah. at the at the Halloween. Oh yeah, with the I Velcro mean, sound. It was like, <laughs> like, it yeah. like come off. Like it was always like plungered on. Um, I dude, it happened every single time, and it got me every single time too. When they're it's so funny when they're at the uh, the the ball, and he goes up to his his girlfriend, pre Juliet girlfriend. And like, then she's getting eaten out by that that four fingered man. Uh, but uh, yeah, the fingerless man. Yeah, but you just but you just hear like somebody just go, walks up and goes, "I need this chair." Like, why did they add in the line of "I need this chair"? Like, you didn't need to that didn't need to be explained. Well, you could just move the chair. It was just it, but it, I love that they did it. It was such a funny sight gag. It was just like just to for the reveal. It was purely for the reveal, which is hilarious. <laughs> They didn't even need to set the like the situation up like that. They could have staged everything differently, but it was like just the the joke of like coming in, grabbing the chair, and revealing him th- down there is so He's, funny to me. Well, God, what was his name? It was something fucking <laughs> so weird. Oh man, I wish I'd written down his name. It was something absolutely absurd. Um, but his just mouth was so goddamn wet, and then he wipes it off with his fucking like perma shocker fit hand. 
And yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's like, that's another thing that's just so weird. So uh, like the Sean Gunn gets his fingers cut off, you know, earlier in the film. And then they introduce the guy with the, maybe, maybe it's before actually that the fingerless man is introduced with uh, Rosie, but I didn't notice he didn't have a finger. And then like, even when he wipes his mouth, it's his middle finger, and I couldn't tell like if it was in his mouth or he was missing it. I was just <laughs> like, "What the fuck's happening?" And uh, the guy, di- they didn't know. Uh, like when he showed up to set, they didn't know that he was missing a finger. Oh, he was actually he to, like, missing a finger. Yeah, he actually was missing a finger. He like missed it. He lost mm-hmm. it in a uh, in a weightlifting accident, which is hilarious mm-hmm. because he's a beefcake. Also, someone got killed in a weightlifting accident in the last movie we watched. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, yeah, not in real life, but... <laughs> yeah, but in the movie. <laughs> um, dude, okay, this is the last thing I'll say about James Gunn and Sean Gunn talking on the, on the commentary track. You should just fucking listen to it because it's amazing. But <laughs> they're, they're just like, all right, this is a boring part right now. Um, so let's just talk about. Uh, so there's a guy with no finger. He's coming up, and uh, what should we what should we talk about? Let's talk. Let's tell the story about our brother Matt uh, when he lost all that money gambling. <laughs> to the, to, and they just starts telling this story, and uh, their brother Matt like lost a bunch of money to a guy with uh, no thumb. And then they like they just tell that story and they're like, all right, and here's the guy with no finger right here, so it ties it all together. And uh, that's like, hilarious, dude. They're they're literally just like two fucking childish ass dudes, like making fun of their own movie. And it's it's, it's quite what I would expect out of the guys who wrote this. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, for sure. Start in it, but it's great. Uh, the fucking sex chamber. Like the the magneto cage. What light I from yonder plexi bla- plexiglass <laughs> breaks? <laughs> Which is brilliant, yeah. man. Because the light in the play is the light from uh, yonder, yonder window. window. Oh, yonder yeah, yonder window breaks. Uh, Juliet is the e or something is the Ju- east. Is the, Juliet is the sun. She rises in the east. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is such a funny twist on that line, man. <laughs> like the, the whole scene is like that. If you like pull up the, the play and, and play the scene, <laughs> it's like, dude, I love it. It, it also looks pretty good until they have like those like lights in the background. Uh, they're like shimmying around. That's, that's some weird shit. And yeah. The sex scene is fun. I love when he, uh, I love when he, uh, does the fog and draws a little smiley face on the side of <laughs> yes. the like cage. <laughs> no, I just yeah. love when she, when he's like, Oh, uh, she's like, stay here. And he's like, but what about your father? And she, she's like, he doesn't come back in until after Regis and Kelly or Regis and Kathy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't even catch that line. That's really funny. Yeah. I, I did not either. Oh no. Well, then, yeah. Like in the next scene, you start hearing the theme for like Regis the theme, and Kathy like, Lee. A lot of reverb over it. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, Oh no, he's going <laughs> to, he's going to find us. <laughs> wow. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I would have not, I just wouldn't have caught that. I kind of feel when we were watching this, I said it to Jordan. I, I kind of feel like Shakespeare would love this adaptation of his play. If he were alive today. I oh, feel yeah. like the, Shakespeare the was joke. a total fucking scumbag. Yeah. Oh, and he was a perv <laughs> yeah. and he made like dirty jokes yeah. all the time and stuff. Like there's a ton of fart jokes in Shakespeare plays. And I think that he yeah. would have loved this. I think he would have loved the softcore porn edition. I think he would have loved all the fucking gross out shit. Like I think he would have loved it. <laughs> like the Leo one. He's yeah, like, what's probably. this art house bullshit? Come on. Where's the fucking, where's it. the incest? Yeah. Yeah. I love so how they right, turn the ending too. I I love that. It's fucked up, oh my but God, it's like so great. It's <laughs> such a funny way. Aside aside from the incest, it's a happier ending than the original play. Well, yeah, it's a, it plays it as a comedy instead of a tragedy, but it is a tragedy, I guess. Um, but the, the, but the, they also they like they talk about the incest at the beginning with with Sean Gunn and uh, I know they they foreshadow it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Well, they like, they also foreshadow like her uh, a Juliet burning um, uh, Capulet. Uh, 
Father Capulet's face with the with the curling iron because they the uh, the nurse slash lesbian lover talks about like you can't you got to stop leaving this on you're gonna burn the house down. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't even think about that. I I uh, I really liked when they cut Sean Gunn's fingers off. It was like a they're homaging the um, the whole I bite my thumb at you yeah. from the original, and it was because they didn't use those lines. But then he gets his fingers chopped off, and it's the character who says that line in the in the play. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't give you my finger. I have them all right here. You're here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Tim. When he said that line, I was just like, oh, my God, damn it. No, when the, I, I thought about you, sir. When the Murray character <laughs> is is calling Tybalt names in the in the tattoo parlor or in the piercing shop. Or Tyrone. Yeah, yeah calling Tyrone uh, all the different names. <laughs> and he's like, boofball, cunt. Like, uh, it just, like, lists off so many different names. Like, that, I think that was the scene that most, like, made me think of John Leguizamo for some reason. Um, and it was just, I fucking loved that shit. That's great. <laughs> I, I'm it's gangsters. I'm pretty fuck. sure John Leguizamo played the Tybalt, so he yeah. would have been the t- the guy being insulted. Yeah, he would have. But is, for but for some yeah. reason, he just that just seemed so. Mur- <laughs> Murray Martini had that Leguizamo energy. He just reminded <laughs> me of the pest. I mean, it was really what it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah, John John Leguizamo would be wearing a black mesh T-shirt. Okay, <laughs> picture that, ladies. I always mm. do. Did you guys see Dan Deacon in the uh, in the uh, club scenes? You know the you know like the beginning club scenes. Oh like yeah, awful yeah, with all the people just being terrible and slow and like they're all on heroin. Dan like, Deacon. <laughs> this whole movie grossed me there's out. There's just no. There's just a big guy with okay. huge glasses who just totally. He's got two babes, and I was like, Dan Deacon. <laughs> Like it's, he's wearing a a, a button up shirt yeah. with like that totally just something perfect that he would have worn. It was great. No, but There's a it's fucking- just weird to watch this movie, <laughs> especially with COVID going on and everything, because they're like in a club and everyone's like licking each other and like touching mm-hmm. each other's face it's, and shit. And you're just like, we're disgusting. never going to. Yeah, it's like so gross. And everyone's all wet. There was everyone was sweaty when he's yeah, jerking like, off. To, he stringy. puts the CD-ROM porn. <laughs> In his computer, so marry good. me. You want to marry me? Yeah. Like, oh wait, 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 wait. No, no, true no. Love. How about how, <laughs> you no, before before he chooses true love? Oh, yeah. When they're like, <laughs> click this, click this one for an extra young lover, and then there's the noise of a baby. Wah. Yeah, there's a wah noise, which is just oh, like, no, we're gonna have to oh, know. Yeah. We're gonna have to get a no on that. <laughs> It's a hard pass. <gasps> um, but speaking of hilarious fat guys, uh, when Juliet calls the sex line, and it's just that that fucking morbidly obese dude being like, "Oh, oh yeah, shit, I'm fucking you so that. hard, yeah, yeah." Are you done yet? Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. There was like, uh, it was like a fucking photoshopped old photoshopped image. Like it kind of looks like Romeo. Like, <laughs> it looked nothing what like. What the fuck is? It looked so bad. I didn't even know what I was looking at. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what this is. It's a picture that they took and then somehow manipulated on top of another image that looks so awful and then printed out and put on the cover of something. And now it's in this movie. Like, oh, God, it's so terrible. Would you guys think of the little meta thing with, uh, is it, Marty or uh, Monty Q and uh, Cappy Capulet running basically like a Troma Studios and their feud starts. From, oh, yeah. Like losing the the rights to the to the movie producing. I mean, it was more than they were running porn. It was a por- it was well, yeah, but it was definitely like they they were making like a trauma joke. I think I thought I read it that way. It was like they make like fucking shitty B movie like softcore porn stuff. I mean, which is pretty much what trauma is. Trauma is not porn. If you're well, jerking no. off to trauma, you got fuck. You need to go see a psychiatrist <laughs> I, like I, now. I, I, I understand it's like a little like nod to their own brand. Yes, yeah. I mean it's I like g- to, tr- to trashy cinema. It's I like guess, a, but yeah. I, I don't know. I I didn't really catch it as as an homage to themselves. I mean, everything, the entire thing, everything's an homage. The thing's called Tromeo and Juliet. So like, well, yeah. it's, it's pretty overt <laughs> in when they're trying to fucking give themselves a little little pat on the back. Um, 
I thought that was more just like they were like, yeah, they had porn and like this guy made classy porn, but then like he got screwed over and then the porn's just like weird and shitty. Yeah, and and run by a fucking a psychopath. Yeah. Is that Lloyd yeah. Kaufman? Is Lloyd Ooh. Kaufman a Capulet? Mm-hmm. He might be, man. He might be. He's fucking Cappy. Did he did he yeah. cuck hold a black man? <laughs> Blackman. Anyways, I read it as like an homage to to the Troma brand, but I guess I'm crazy. <laughs> it no, it could be either. You never even fucking know with Lloyd Kaufman. His ideas are just so fucking ridiculous. You just like, don't know, dude. They would do they would do uh, shoots where people were wearing completely different clothes, um, and Lloyd Kaufman would be like, "Yeah, just leave it in." James Gunn was like. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, no, like, get them in the right sh- stuff. Like, let's reshoot it. James Gunn's the only one sober on set. Just being like, guys, no, we're, no, you have to put film in the cameras. Yeah. <laughs> right. He said there's a bunch of shit like that where it's just like, Lloyd Coffin's making like these decisions and he's like, no. And that's why, and that's <laughs> no, why James Gunn, we, we, we have to. Keep tr- like making this film like good. James Gunn <laughs> obviously rose to the top. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's the turd that floated. Right? Like he he got he got a lot of good experience. He got you know like a a, a bit of that uh, irreverence and everything. But then like was like no, we're making a movie today though. Like we we have to do that. We have to roll at some point. And it'd be like, and Lloyd know, Kaufman's just be continuity. And yeah, like. and Lloyd Kaufman's just like, no, no, no. There just needs to, we just need to make sure we see her tits. Just make sure you get up, get that close up of us piercing <laughs> exactly. the nipple. I, I will say that it would, I probably wouldn't have noticed any like wardrobe continuity errors unless they were just like super egregious. But I feel like. Uh, I'm not coming to this movie for continuity. But also, I'll tell you that yeah, that insert like within like the same scene. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> shot, shot. Yeah. The um, I, I I said Lloyd Kaufman's the one who wants the close up of the titty, but I guarantee you, it's James Gunn who was like, no, you should get like inserts of like like different shots and stuff, buddy. Like the the insert of the uh, when they're when they're piercing her nipple. Like I feel like I haven't seen an actual insert like that of a close-up that was actually, yeah, followed continuity in many of these trauma films. Like, there's inserts of, like, graphic, like, heads exploding and stuff. But, like, that was a shot that really just just got in for effect and not necessarily gross-out effect, but... I don't know. I it, I, I thought the it, ni- the, it looked the, like a real piercing too. It, yeah, it it, yeah. So, it was. So it, it was had, a real yeah. piercing. It wasn't. It wasn't the girl from the film though who was sitting on the table. Yeah, it that looked a, like a stunt nipple. It was a different nipple mm-hmm. that was getting pierced. I believe it. It, it, it. You're right, though. It is cool that, like... Uh, I was have, impressed by yeah. it. When they did it, I was like, oh, wow. We're just, like, seeing this on film? All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I never would have known that's what it looked like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it really, it really makes only you imagined in tighten my mind. your butthole. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, when it yeah. happened. But it was cool. I was ready to get out and go to a shop. Alan's going to get nipple piercings it, after this. Does it look good? Just, <laughs> just, just like a one. And you can see him through my shirt always. <laughs> yeah, you can't wear anything skin tight again unless you want to show I it I get the now. really big, ridiculous ones that are just like tags, like on a hat. Like it's like hanging <laughs> off my nipples. You can just see them clumping up under my shirt. Just get those big like horn fucking rings just like hanging down. It's like a roll of quarters hanging off of my tit. <laughs> does it does it look good? You look like a freak. And then he does the fucking backhand to Shut to up. Murray. And then just yeah. then just Murray's he's like, somebody's gonna have to teach you some manners one day. And then Murray's line of like Bad monkey. Just bad monkey for some reason really <laughs> And then really that guy, got he me. just goes, what ah. the fuck? And he starts laughing, and it <laughs> seems like he breaks, being like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, it seems like he breaks, and then they cut. <laughs> no, dude, that Murray character was fucking great. Oh, oh, my God. And then when all when the three dead characters come back to Juliet in the vision later, and they're singing. Oh, and they sing that song. And they're singing, like, yeah by the river like that's fucking gold like god damn it it's so great that they actually had somebody write a script for this movie (laughs) someone competent (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that's uh, it's, it's fucking weird. It it's, is the most competent of the it. Troma films that I've seen so far. Yeah. No, I, I was honestly thinking, like, should we release this one last? Because it seems like it's probably going to be uh, the top of the heap. Terror Firmer think that's is supposed point, to be pretty though. great. Is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Terror Firmer is the, they're on set of a Troma movie, and Lloyd Kaufman is the director in the movie. And then a slasher shows up on the set and starts murdering everybody. And it's like that sounds pretty good. It looks great. It they yeah. they actually got another person who can write scripts to write. That I mean, movie. yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll see. But it also sounds like yeah, Lloyd we'll Kaufman's see. wet dream, where he like gets to make a movie where he's making the movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's and he's in it. And yeah, it's like, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Have you guys seen uh, Make Your Own Damn Movie at all? It's the like. I saw the it's kind of like a doc for it. <laughs> okay, it's like a documentary kind of of uh, trauma. Yeah, and it's really just it, it's 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 a bunch of different stuff. There's an interview with James Gunn in it as well, but you really see Lloyd Kaufman for the uh, salesman and like entertainer that he is, and then you also see Lloyd Kaufman get invited to be on a French film where they have like really nice shit and you see lloyd kaufman just be like whoa this is such a nice thing and he's like amazed by everything he's like oh my god there's heaters in like uh the rooms where the actors like stay when they're not shooting and he's like Oh, we would never pay for this. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you guys had food on set? (laughs) Yeah. But like you can also see see him criticizing them because like they've been shooting uh, this scene all day and they're losing sunlight. And then like the next day they have to shoot the same scene from a different angle and they have to try to piece together where everyone was, like continuity wise. Um, and he's like, mm-hmm. you see, this is the problem with these, you know, these high budget films. You do this, like we would have just shot it in the, in, you know, in a day really quick and we got it, you know, you got to shoot it all in one shot or, uh, <laughs> it's going to be really hard. And he's like, sh- kind of low key shitting on them, yeah. but it's like, well, you- they're making a better product though. Like, right. They're, they're making an actually, actual movie. They're actually figuring it out though. You got to do like, it all at the same time or like, else it's going to be really hard. Yeah. But then it's good Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. Well, he thinks every movie should be a trauma, like a trauma film. Yeah. Yeah. That's his only like point of reference. Everything is trauma. It really is like for him. <laughs> He, uh, I'm just saying, I love, I love seeing how adorable he is in being like, oh my god, a set. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. I mean, I don't disagree with his philosophy of like, uh, get it in in as little coverage as possible. I think that's. Oh, uh, I totally understand I like it. that. I totally understand it. But but the way you, he does it, I don't know. <laughs> it can't always be done, you know. No, I mean, you have to get coverage and stuff, and sometimes that means that you have to just shoot the same scene a couple of days in a row. But, uh, uh, you know, I do like the idea of limiting the coverage so you're not just, like, wasting time getting different angles of the same shit so you can figure it out in the edit. Uh, you know, there is something to say, I think, about... Oh, for sure, I understand. Like, yeah. I understand the gripe as well. It is It is hard work to try to, you know, get that right. Well, and it, sometimes it's not always the better product you know, sometimes the better product figured it out how to do it in two shots instead of four or five, you know, or does it in one shot instead of, you know, three. It's the, you know, sometimes the the work smarter, not harder actually does apply. Uh, so, I mean, while it's not the best shit in the world, I do, I do see where he's coming from. Like limit your, uh, yeah, but, limit your coverage. But with him, it's like, it's not even work harder or smarter or even work for that matter. It's just like, well, we're going to just fucking do whatever the fuck it is we're going to do. I guess we're making a movie because it's called a movie. It's like, it could have been anything else. Like he just doesn't give a shit about any of the rules, you know, of filmmaking. No. He'll yeah. just do it. You know, the free spirit part for of it is really, and it ends up being watchable dis- movies. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, they're always really funny. 
he is operating he is on like, some level in the film language. Like he knows he's what he's such doing. Such a point. lovable person as well. I really do think he like I I feel like he's like uh, like your dad's older friend who's just like so fucking <laughs> funny. Comes around every once in a while for dinner and makes everyone fucking piss their pants laughing. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's that guy. <laughs> and also, like he does, he does have like heart as well. He he said something else because um, he was acting in this uh, French film, and he was like, you know, sometimes as a director, it's really nice to get out there and like try acting and stuff, because uh, if you're not like walking in the actor's shoes, like every once in a while, you you can really like turn out to be like very imperial on set and. I don't want to be that way. And I was like, hey, well, that's that's good. <laughs> like, good for you. I like that. That's coming I from, like that you're trying. But that's coming from the guy who says that he likes to start the day on set by making a PA cry. I was going to say, isn't he exactly. known for being <laughs> pretty goddamn imperial? Because he pr- he's known for being that. He probably wow, doesn't want to be that way. Awful so thing he's putting forth effort. That's good. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I felt a little bit of him like just be like, I need to be better to people. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying. But yeah, I don't remember. Like, um, is there anything else we missed? I mean, that's that. I, is I mean, of course there is, but uh, I mean, oh, what so about that Hitler? We, did, we didn't even Hitler mention head that club. We didn't, what the fuck is that? Uh, <laughs> we didn't go over the deaths yeah. of. Tybalt, like of him getting his arm ripped off, of and accidents. then <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And then I didn't think he was going to get decapitated. I thought the back of that truck was going to cut him in half. But I yeah, mean, the decapitation so. scene was great. Well, we didn't even mention that Juliet so doesn't Juliet doesn't drink poison that makes her like fall into a deep sleep or something. She drinks fucking like tra- oh yeah trauma juice that turns her into a fucking like half <laughs> like cow half beast. Cow. Yeah, which then of which course they foreshadowed with a big donkey dick. wearing a cow suit when they met for the first time. Ooh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, whoa. we forgot about the fucking. <laughs> uh, we didn't even mention the disgusting, disgusting cow thing. Dude, I was like yeah. not okay with it. Like it was what, so her being gross. the cow. Well, how about when she pulls up her dress and she's got like the fucking cow dick hanging out? Oh my god, the yeah. most shocking footage in a movie. Like I legit was just like, what? No, like no. She did a great job. She, Julie, whoever that actress is, that was fucking great. Did a really good job of like becoming that disgusting pig trauma juiced woman like and then whatever the fuck she was it was really with the hooves papa capulet was ready to fucking pop a cap in it uh and by cap i mean his dick while he popped a cap in it uh (laughs) from his crossbow as well um he was like i'm gonna rape you while i murder you yeah so you know family friendly film here can you um take that just that snippet out and isolate it. I can do anything you want, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can make Wait, you sound like a dirty racist I'm gonna murder you while I rape you. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> and then, and then, just quote Dan Joplin. Pop a cap in it. Cap, pop it yeah. a cap in it while he pops a cap in it. Oh, I was gonna say when you said I'm gonna murder you and rape you. <laughs> yeah. Lo- yeah. Ten, ten hour loop. <laughs> Great. Grazie. What? Grazie. Oh, um, Auto tune it and turn it into a song. That'd be fun. Can I can I tell you one thing? I think we need to bring back the uh, the meat yin yang <laughs> yeah. sign. That's just oh yeah. Like, What's up with the yin yang? There's a yin yang in almost every scene. So yeah, I know the meat yin yang. I legit like want on a shirt or a hat or something. I think it should just do be the new podcast logo. <laughs> like I fucking love it so much. It's beautiful. I, uh, I I don't remember this. I don't remember the meat yin yang. It's hanging in the in the meat factory. Oh, I'm gonna have uh, to watch that scene again. It's like it's like marbled steak, but it's a yin yang. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. How about in the meat factory when one of the workers comes up to him and he's like, "Hey, I found this over near the pig ears," and it's like a giant fucking <laughs> larva, <laughs> like a pupa fucking insect thing, and he's just like, "Oh, that's disgusting! It must have crawled in through the basement window and died." 
but it does look pretty <laughs> yummy. Why don't you go ahead and throw it in there with all the other uh, fixins? Like we'll turn it into with the fucking, sausage. Yeah, we'll yeah. turn it into yeah, we'll sausage. Turn into hot dogs. Yeah, dude, I I don't know what it was about this film, but it disgusted me so much. And I'm usually not a person who's disgusted by it. Was things. it was really disgusting? But I was like, I was like, man, I like, this is kind of making me a little queasy. (laughs) Like that, (laughs) that scene was the first one. I was just like, what do you mean? What, what could it be about this film? What could it be possibly be about this film that could make you disgusted? Could it be all of the incest or the gore or the, just like, it's not the incest or like, (laughs) There's, I there's think it was un- the meat. Yeah, there's unlimited things to be discussed. <laughs> the meat by. was really. You see the workers in the background just playing with like stomach innards. Like they call them gizzards, gizzards, gizzards. So that's an actual fiery <laughs> uh, gizzard, baby. That's an actual meat factory, obviously. But the guy who plays the guy who owns it, the like milkman, he is the actual owner of that factory as well. Really. <laughs> Then, then I love so him even. Local. Then I love so him even more as an actor because he, like, he was fucking hilarious. <laughs> he was hilarious. He was wild. Yeah, he went over the top for sure. Oh my god! Like it's okay. It's it's kind of unrelated, but it's like I just I just saw this ad on Facebook the other day for some metal company, but it was like super Tim and Eric. It was clearly owned by like a younger guy who watched a lot of Tim and Eric because he's just like. Our medals are better than anybody's medals. And then he's like beating it with a piece of wood that then the piece of wood breaks. And it's just like, man, it's great when people with just nonsensical senses of humor start becoming business owners and like the <laughs> the, the the bulk of society. Like the their parents used to own the factory and had no sense of humor, but now that like they're yeah, sure, they're just selling meat or metal or whatever, but they also <laughs> don't give a fuck. Dude, there's gonna be actual like our actual friends that we went to college with who fucking loved Tim and Eric are just going to own companies one day. <laughs> and they're just going to run companies and do ads. And they're going to be like, yeah. let's make it like a, a, a Eric Andre. <laughs> just be like, chaos! Like, I, I think about um, Rich's friend Justin and how he's going to own a business one day and how I saw him once take acid and then like three Xanax and then drink a bottle of tequila and like act like <laughs> it was not a problem. And like, <laughs> yeah i'm just like that guy's well, gonna that guy's gonna be a dad one day <laughs> yeah a dad or or dead <laughs> yeah, he might be either one of the two hey <laughs> yeah <laughs> hopefully both yeah i hope you're listening bud love you <laughs> um you know justin was dude. he was actually always really entertaining you know no, was, i love just it to was watch like he's observe. dead already <laughs> Hey, Justin, yeah, dude, like he's there. literally dead. You're giving his obituary right now. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you was, were super entertaining. He, was the party. <laughs> he sure was. Dude, we threw a fucking tube TV off of a two story uh, apartment building, <laughs> and it was so much fun. We ran through the apartment towards the door and then threw it off. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the most joyful moments of my life. Oh that my see, God. that's the kind of shenanigans that like you think about, and then you're like, "That guy's going to be a, a leader in business one day." <laughs> Venture yeah. capitalist, <laughs> or just like really, a, he's going to own a plumbing around. company, or like a oh, political figure. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be like a congressman. Yeah, it's Ooh. it's like idiocracy, <laughs> like so hard, like. <laughs> Well, oh, our lives. The strangest okay. people I've ever met, I'm like, they're probably going to be powerful eventually. Yeah, they, they talked me into being their friend. They can do anything. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're capable. <laughs> they're capable. Uh, all right. Do we want to talk about uh, Tromeo and Juliet still? Or um, mut- mutant babies, incest? They didn't give a shit. How about that whole thing? Like how they find out? Oh, yeah. Their brother and sister? <laughs> I didn't even know. Like when they were when they were explaining it, I was just like, I already know what's happening. I'm not even. I'm just tuning out. Well, like, yeah, they were I mean, explaining the connection, and I was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. the worst possible yeah. outcome, so you already know that it's coming. Um, but <laughs> but they foreshadow it a bit, like earlier in the movie with uh, I think uh, Murray's like, what? Is, what's this? A picture of uh, of uh, Lady Capulet and uh, and Q with a small infant child. Hmm. And then breeze past it and you know give give some 
hints about uh, who is it? One of one of the cues talking to Murray about Tromeo's past and and what happened with Q and Monty and like the the background of them and everything, how they used to be friends. You yeah, you already know that it's going to turn out to be the worst yeah, possible and, thing, which is just the <laughs> brother and sister fucking each other. Um, and then, yep, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> move but off. So they, don't, they say fuck it. Fence. Yeah. And that's the happy So ending. they have the two, the two mutant daughters with the faces on the sides of their faces and shit. But I think it's a real bummer that the baby didn't have anything wrong with it. I was, like, waiting... Uh, for them to pick up this baby, I was like, oh, this is going to be a good one right here. And then the baby's just normal. And I was like, what a fucking... All right. I think it's just something about, like, you can't... They could have... Like, they should have just used a doll, because I think it was probably just more something about, like, probably can't put a bunch of prosthetics on a baby. Like, probably some... Some problems with trying. Yeah, to I wanted it to look like a, a piece of shit. Like I didn't care if it was a real baby <laughs> at all. I wanted just, it to look like <laughs> if they reuse the big like fake dick that they put on oh Juliet to put that on the <laughs> baby. That would have been, been that would have been great. I would have been so happy with that. But yeah, there was nothing wrong with the baby. Nothing on that babe. Was there supposed to be though? I don't know. Because, like, they moved to Tromaville, so it's like, are the babies fucked up because of incest or because they live in Tromaville now? Because they're brother and sister. Because they're fucked. Because well, incest. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, because incest. It's inbred. No, I'm just saying, it didn't seem like the context was like, oh, now they've had a normal child. Like, it didn't seem like it was no, that. No, it seemed like there was going to be a reveal, and I was like, I can't wait to see what this baby fucked up looks like. And then it just. Or if it's like a little black baby. That would have been great. Yeah, and it's farting a bunch. <laughs> Which would have been really funny because that would have meant that Juliet fucked uh, Romeo's, Romeo's dad. Yeah. Which would have been a great little Hilarious. Oops. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> uh, are you blind? I'm black. <laughs> Dude, when they just came out and said it. Can, I was so happy. Can we say that like every one of these trauma movies has a blind person in it? There are so many blind girl psych gags in this movie. There's at least three. Where oh, yeah, a blind yeah. girl is is like prominent in the scene and the, it's used as a joke. <laughs> well, I bet it's Lloyd Kaufman. He probably loves blind jokes. He probably is like, they always work. <laughs> these blind people in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, okay, so you're you know going to be blind in this scene. You know what this movie needs? It needs a hot blind girl. We need three of them. <laughs> blind blind <laughs> jokes are great, because even if they're offended by them, what are they going to do, find me? All right, um, yeah, Tromeo and Juliet. I really like this one, actually. I, uh, it was very fun. I, I thought it was, a, it was a worthy effort. It's actually what, probably one of the better Romeo and Juliet adaptations. It does a lot of faith to the play. And it also makes a lot of funny modern modern like updates to it as well. And then it's also fucking ridiculous. So yeah, it, I, it's I, like, I like silly. It. Yeah, it's like super silly and like the most creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and then it's still Romeo and Juliet. Uh, aside from them dying at the end, it's like it's a pretty fucking faithful adaptation too. It's it's great because it's got like all the the tromo trauma factors and everything, but is still a concise like movie that hangs together and does not just seem like it's a movie purely based on gross out. I mean, it is made up of a lot of yeah. gross out, but it's not just like gross out for the, the sake of it. Result. Yeah, that's not yeah. the whole the whole fucking story. We actually uh, like remade our uh, bingo chart. Or, or, uh, that we made for Toxic Avenger and played it while we watched this, and we actually didn't get a bingo. It did not hit all of the uh, taboos like Citizen or like um, Toxic Avenger did. Like Citizen Kane. I would say like <laughs> Citizen Toxic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like feel like it. Feel like it definitely hit a lot of them. Still, it hit a. Yeah. It hit a few. I've got it right here. It hit like quite a few, but it didn't. So like this is Toxic Avenger. I know this is a enthusiast, like a, amazing podcasting, but um, and then this was uh, this was Tromeo and Juliet. So it only hit like um, I don't know. Oh, you st- 
Not you quite. still could have got bingo though if, if it had been rearranged in a certain around. way. Yeah, but the way well, it was I mean, like that's what bingo out. is. Yeah, yeah. So it's I'm not just, impossible. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. there's different way to to explain how many things it still hit. <laughs> like it hit, it hit enough not, to get not getting a bingo doesn't make. I don't know how many that is. Listen, I did not win any fucking free tickets for Applebee's, so this movie was not that offensive. It wasn't as offensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't wait to find out what the next one's like. I'm very excited for next week. Yeah, I'm very. I mean, is there anyone that's as good as Tromeo and Juliet that has like an actual? I don't know. It's an actual movie. I don't, beginning, we'll middle, out. and end. <laughs> Surf yeah, Nazis well, must die. There's a lot die. of them. So that's what the next. One's I know. There's so be. many. Okay. And then, uh, and, then poultry uh, and then Poultry Geist is supposed to be not good, so we're saving that for last. I'm really interested in Poultry Geist. Just Dude, on I'm name so alone. Interested. That's so, so good. I think it's going to be fun. Is it a Poultry Geist um, spoof? Have, we'll see. I guess we'll find huh? out. Is it a Poultry Geist yeah. spoof? We'll, we'll find out. It probably it's, is. It, <laughs> probably Poultry Geist and fast food like mixed together. Um, Haunting. Ben, you're moving to the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. I am. In, what, four days? Five days. Cool. Are you bringing a uh, a computer with GarageBand? <laughs> Not with GarageBand, but I'm gonna bring a computer and I'm gonna like buy a Zoom. I'm gonna get all the shit because I've always wanted to get one just to record like nature sounds and stuff. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're useful. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, they're great. I would I would love to try to get you back on when you're on the island. If you're too busy. Obviously, I understand. If you don't answer your phone, obviously, I understand. You're asleep on top of a volcano. I get it. Well, also, okay. he's probably going to be like, then what, like four hours ahead? I'm four hours, yeah. Ahead? So Four at, hours ahead. At nine o'clock our time, it'll be like fucking one in the morning? Yeah. And we'll, and Ben will have been asleep for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, well, we won't worry no, we'll too much I mean, about We could probably that. work it out. We, we could, could definitely work it out. Earlier. I just need let's, to... Let's work it out off my... No, 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 no. <laughs> let's no, no, no. Let's figure show. all this out right now. All right, do, listen, do, do, you have a, do you have a time chart? Do you have a, do you have yeah. a, do you have a world map that has the different times? On? Let's figure What's this out What's your schedule right going to be like? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm a, I've, I, I studied a cartography, so let's get this figured out. We can figure it out, though. I Just didn't. not right now because there's no way. Yeah. I thought you were mm-hmm. about to make uh, your mom joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind studied, of regret that uh, I didn't. <laughs> your mom. <laughs> your mom right, went well, to college. Ben, thank you for being on here. And I'm. Um, Sorry that we woke you up, but I'm, um, I'm happy. No, you didn't wake me. I was getting a, a facial. I just, uh, the, the phone oh. was in the other room and Madison was coming I was on eating your face? tacos. What? Uh, yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yes. Well, I'm With sorry. Honey I and it. Cinnamon. sounds like fun too. It was fun. It sounds it sounds like more fun, more fun than napping. <laughs> mm-hmm. To be honest, I just, I forgot, but I watched the movie. I totally, I mean... I did all the other things. I just forgot we record late at night. <laughs> but we did it. I believe you. I believe you. Yeah, we did, we did it. it. It's going to be a yeah. good episode. Yeah, thanks I'm for excited. listening, guys. I'm so excited. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye. 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 Fuck Bye. 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 Bye.